Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Luke 12.35 states, Stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning. Well, sometimes the Holy Spirit just comes along and amazingly illuminates a verse for me, and I'm sure he does that for you as well. And he sure did that with Luke 12.35 this week. So what does that verse have to do about your car and your family's safety? Stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning. Well, here to help me out this morning, we have the body armor master himself, <laughs> Jerry from Ray's Body Shop. It's so good to have you on. And we have got a really cool topic today, don't we? Oh, absolutely. I mean, what God can sort of mend things together. He does, and he does that with the body of your car. And how can you you know, keep your family safe and those kind of things with that? But along those lines... You know, we have this new game, Name That Noise, and so I came up with a sort of a body Name That Noise this week, and so Johnny, what do you say we play Name That Noise? It's time to play Define That Defect, Resolve That Roar, Trace That Tick, Highlight That Hubbub, Name That Noise, Chronicle That Clatter. And we have a really fun, like I said, a fun one for you today. You call us with your answer, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. So, Johnny, help them to hear that. It's going to be hard to hear, but you can hear it. Name that noise. All right. <laughs> a very special body name that noise today, 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four. Truth. If you can name that body noise, Johnny, tell them what they'll win. We have uh, Truth Network prize packages and uh, Last Word of Jesus. Are we still doing that? We're doing we the last word. Yes, <laughs> we did. We have the last words of Jesus. Um, either your choice of the book or the CD, written by my boss and the president of Truth Broadcasting, Stu Epperson. Just a fabulous book. Or CD, your choice. We often play the music from it. But all you have to do is name that noise. Let them listen to it one more time, Jerry. I'm thinking you're excited about that noise, right? <laughs> so, I think I may have heard that one before. I bet you have. Yeah. I've heard it. I've heard it in Old Red. Then in our appraisal by the Real Black Book coming up at the end of the show, that's where we search the Bible for hidden treasure, a crowd for discernment, lift up our voice for understanding as I mentioned, Luke 12, 35 says, stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning. Well, God showed me something through the Orthodox Jewish Bible version, the translation this week, that just took my breath away. And so if you want a sneak preview of that, by the way, you can go to ChristianCarGuy.com. And I actually had to create a picture to illustrate what it was that God had showed me. And this picture is just so amazing of what all's in that, of course, we're going to talk a lot about what that has to do with cars today, but coming up at the end of the show, we're going to go into what God showed me into that. You can see the picture there. And also, I 
God's put some stuff on my heart for the Jesus labor love. That's what car repair labor for single moms, widows, families across the country in crisis um, that contact our ministry. There again, that's it available at, at, at christiancarguy.com. But one of the things I've been doing, Jerry, and I don't even know if you're aware of this, but recently I think that one of the most powerful things we can do in trying to help folks is connect them through prayer. And so what I do now, every time I get an application, I put it up at the website. It says pray for applicant. I don't give any names or addresses or anything else, just applicant 483 or 47 or whatever the number of the applicant is, and it, and it describes their situation. And so, you know, if, if, you're, if you follow me on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, whenever I post those there, they go to Twitter and all that, so you would know how to pray, and specifically for the needs that are there. But the one that I've got, that I'm dealing with right now, Jerry, is, is, is a few months ago, I had a situation where we had repaired a lady's car. We put tires on it, a bunch of stuff, and then come to find out she didn't have a valid driver's license, nor a valid license on the back of the car, nor did she have collision insurance, which made me kind of like, wow, God, have I been a good steward? Cause I got all these people to help this lady. And now she can't even drive this car legally. And are we, you know, what? So I went ahead and I, I added to the form that, you know, we have a form and where we vet these people to make sure that there's a legitimate situation and that we can call their references, et cetera. Now I ask, what's your driver's license number <laughs> and who's your insurance company and what's your policy number? So again, you know, we can verify that we're, we're doing what's right. Yeah. And, and you know, and, and Robbie, the, 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 the thing about that is, you, you know, through prayer and stuff, you God's laying on your heart and you have an opportunity to help people. But also there is a responsibility because it is God's money. It's God's people that are sacrificing their time and, and resources. So there is a somewhat of a responsibility. And, and it doesn't mean that even if we can't help them on that end of it, we can certainly help them by praying for them that God will open some doors. And so now, guess what, Jerry? That <laughs> <laughs> I put that on the form. If you look on applicant number 484, I posted the prayer request today at the website. This poor lady... Her car is, she needs a fuel pump, and it's a Saturn, and this and that, and guess what? She doesn't, she has a driver's license, but she doesn't, she let her collision insurance lapse because she couldn't drive her car for the last three months. She lost her job over the situation, and you see all this situation, so you go, okay, Lord, what do I do now? <laughs> and so I'm asking for your prayers and wisdom and, and maybe you have a comment or a thought, and, and we would love for you to call us, 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. As God walks us through this ministry and what's the right thing to do, because, you know, a lot of times I throw up my hand and say, God, this is bigger than me right here. Um, I don't know, but you do. And so there you go. But we have Matthew is actually in Yadkinville, North Carolina, and he thinks he can name that noise. Matthew, you're on a Christian Car Guy show. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all doing today? I'm wonderful. Johnny, play that one more time so Matthew can name that noise. <laughs> Before you name that, this Matthew, I have to tell you this morning, I come in real early, like at 6 o'clock in the morning or whatever, and I'm working on my noises and stuff. <laughs> and Johnny, our, my producer, is, is way across the whole building. And all of a sudden, he comes running in because he'd heard that noise. He goes, are you having trouble with your audio? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, can you imagine that you're six o'clock in the morning you hear this crazy noise coming through and he's wondering what in the world robbie is doing at this time of the morning yeah 
So, Matthew, can you name that noise? Well, I tell you, it sounds a whole lot like a, a A-arm bushing. An A-arm bushing. You know, Matthew, that is a very astute observation. And <laughs> I'm going to say that I did not see this car myself personally, so that may be that the A-arm bushing is, in fact, making that noise as well. But that wasn't the one that we were thinking of for the body. But you're a winner. And uh, I okay. thank you for thinking. What? And that's a great observation. The A-frame, some people call it a lower control arm, right? Or an upper control arm. Yeah. Those bushings yeah, yeah. will make that noise. Very similar. Well, I tell you, one of the first cars I learned how to drive was a 73 Comet GT. Ah. We live on a dirt road. <laughs> that thing squeaked a whole lot like that. <laughs> that's the voice of experience, Matthew. Well, God bless you. I appreciate you calling in today with that. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, there's still a chance for you to win then and name that noise. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. If you want to give it a shot at naming that noise today. But, Jerry, when it comes to this whole concept of body armor, What's happened through computer-aided design over the last, you know, decades you know, it, is it amazing. Is, yeah, it has changed so much and so rapid. I mean, that's part of the, the collision industry where it's so important to stay current and have training and technicians and have resources to get that information because, you know, well, the, the, the Dodge uh, came out with a caravan with the unitized body, which sort of got the ball rolling who would ever thought it would have came from there basically even though you look back there was other examples of unitized bodies well before that but it just never really caught on and the safety in that vehicle is just tenfold of what it was before then and that's just one of the the areas um you know the the crush zones and crimple zones and stuff that are in the vehicle now so when a car takes impact you know, it doesn't necessarily just transfer all that energy into the driver's compartment. It transfers it throughout the body. I mean, you may get hit in the front of a vehicle and have damage in the, get hit in the left front and have damage in the right rear because it transferred that damage throughout that unitized body. And that's, you know, in a way you think that's not a good thing, but it saves a lot of lives. Yeah. Well, how can that, how do, how can you affect those safety issues? We're going to talk about that. Things to look out for as well as some other issues when it comes to the body. We got all that. We still are got to name that noise. You call in if you think you've got it, 866-348-7884. And then there's this whole, oh, man, Luke, 1235. That's going to be illuminating. I'm telling you. Stay tuned. armor that's what we're talking about today on the christian car guys show what does luke 1235 have to do with your car and how can you best keep your family safe and those kind of things but we're also going to illuminate that verse a little bit as god illuminated it for me this week but right now we're in the middle of a very exciting name that noise game (laughs) where uh we have been trying to name this body noise this time is a little bit different we've got sam in greensboro He's ready to play. Sam, you are on the Christian Car Guy Show. Good morning. Hello there. How are you? 
I am wonderful. Johnny, play that one more time for Sam so he can name that noise. All right, Sam. <laughs> Lay it on us. Wow. I thought I had it, but I'm not so sure now. <laughs> what did you think? Let's see. I'm thinking it's the starter. Like the starter won't crank over. Well, once again, I I just wasn't there at the car when you know when they made that noise, but I did see what I wanted to illustrate today. But a starter could possibly make that noise, John. I I, I wouldn't be surprised. It just doesn't happen to be the one that they were recording at the time. But the car could have that problem, Sam. So we're going to consider you a winner. That's and a winner. And I'm you know how to hurt a guy. But, I'm trying to th- I'm trying to say your last name because I know it. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't going to say his name, by the way. But anyway, I Sam, wasn't. I recognized I your voice and I went, "That's Sam Gannum." <laughs> Did I say it right? Wow, you got it right. I'm so incredibly grateful. Thank, Thank you, you so Sam. Much. God bless. Yeah, it could happen every once in a while. You know. <laughs> I appreciate hey, you calling uh, it. Uh, Absolutely. Be uh, listening to you. We're on our way to Vegas, and uh, we'll, get, we'll we'll stay with you as long as we got you. All right. That's awesome. Well, I just got an affiliate in Reno this week that's going to be carrying our uh, staying on the highway. So that's awesome, Sam. God bless you. Awesome. Thank you. We're going we're, we're gonna to try to get you out in Vegas, by the way. I don't know if you know that or not. Oh, I didn't, but please do. By all means. Yes, have a safe trip, buddy. It. All right. Thank you. Thank See you. Later, Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, we have Amanda is in Winston-Salem. Well, Amanda, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Are you ready to name that noise? Yes, I'm ready. Okay. Johnny, one more time for our listeners out there. What is this noise? Is all right if I name your noise? Is that a dog? In the- <laughs> it's, it's a dog. It's a dog. It's a rat terrier. A rat terrier. That's my alarm system. <laughs> it works good. Well, what do you think that noise is, Amanda? Well, like my first guess, like the first guy said, uh, but I'm thinking uh, a hinge on a on a door. Amanda, you are exactly right. And this yes. is a, yeah, a significant learning opportunity because yes, even sir. the YouTube video from which I got that recording was wrong. <laughs> and when I looked at how he said he was supposed to fix that, he said you're supposed to grab for a can of WD-40 and when grease he, it up. That's right. You got to grease it up. And when he did that, I thought now if Jerry had seen this, he would be making the same face when he when he heard that guy say WD-40 as Johnny was making when he heard the noise. <laughs> He'd be grimacing cuz that's not the answer. WD forty is not the answer for this kind of thing, is it, Jerry? It's no, it's, it's no. much more yeah. m- much more refined. And I tell you, this it's is that, really the, 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 something's bent, like like the bolt holding the door holding the door together. Something's no, not no, no. You're right. Thing. You're right. You were right the first time, but but the repair of it that's that's where it's in question. Use white lithium grease. It'll stay on there, and it'll WD forty will just wash itself off, and it's real temporary. And you think you've repaired it. And see, this is, yeah, see, Old Red is a Dodge, and Dodges have this kind of noise constantly, Amanda. And so I've been down this road, and so <laughs> I tried WD-40, and that might be good for a week or two. Uh-huh. But white lithium grease, you can get a spray can of that at any parts store, Advance, whatever, O'Reilly's. It's real inexpensive, but man, I, I'm telling you, this stuff lasts for years. It's what the factory uses, right, John? Yeah, and you know, the thing is, this is an opportunity for us to take a pause here for a moment. Let me stand on a soapbox. 
one of the cheapest things you can do to help the longevity of your vehicle buy a can of this grease and go around and all the hinges door hinges locks squirt a little just a drop in there you don't need much because you don't want it running out on the body hood hinges trunk hinges anything you can just put a drop on there and you'll be amazed how much more service and, and longevity those parts they'll last you is forever yeah you got it right amanda god bless you i appreciate you calling in thank you, thank you. no problem anybody with a rat terrier i know would get it right <laughs> i mean I, <laughs> there you go well and and the thing of it is and the reason really I, I wanted to use this as a teachable situation is that you can really tear up your car if you're hearing that noise on your door and you're not getting some white lithium grease and getting that filled Tell them what they could lose, John. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it isn't what you win here. This is what what it can cost you. When those hinges and 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 door stays and stuff get stuck and start, you know, hanging and 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 have friction as they're trying to close and stuff, what happens is that puts pressure on the part that it adjoins. And what what you have with time, it's almost like you take a piece of metal and everybody's seen, or a piece of plastic, and you bend it back and forth, back and forth, till it finally breaks. You're fatiguing that metal in the same way to all of a sudden that hinge, because it needing just a little bit of white grease on it, lithium grease on it to, to solve the problem, you've tore the metal away from like the A-pillar. And then all of a sudden, instead of a, I don't know, $4 a can repair, it's a, you know, a couple hundred dollars at the minimum to repair it. Yeah, and, and which gets to another part of what I wanted to talk about today in that we, you know, this putting on, you know, stay dressed for action. And so our cars have got to stay dressed for action because they were designed, you know, the, if, if we understood all that the computers figured out in order to put certain components in certain places, one of those things is that A-pillar, the very thing that you're describing. And that's a critical safety feature of your car because nowadays they have something called a passenger safety cell. And if you want to see a really cool picture, I spent some time on it this morning but <laughs> I, I at christiancarguy.com there's a picture of a car that obviously hit a wall or something at a great speed and you can see what the safety cell did what that a pillar withstood you know all those things they they work together we're going to be talking more about that we're certainly going to illuminate luke 12:35 for you get a little more, more jesus labor love we got so much coming up stay tuned Today on the Christian Car Guy Show, this is Robbie Dillmore, your host, the Christian Car Guy. All of oh, 40 years in the car business, a long time, and my good friend and always the compadre here, Jerry from Ray's Body Shop, our Christian Body Shop guy. And, you know, this full armor is, is a topic that's near and, and dear to your heart. But before we get to that, I want to go back to the Jesus labor love again for a minute. That's our car repair labor for single moms, widows, families across the country and as part of the ministry of the Christian Car Guy show that 
you know, God's entrusted us with. And as I was saying, one of the things that we've added at the website, besides different ways you can donate, you can watch our videos and stuff. Your scratch repair video that you did with me a few years ago. <laughs> it's been a now, while. If somebody watches that now, it'll cost him $1.40 to watch it, but the, all that money goes to the Jesus Labor Loan. And it'll show, Jerry will show you how to fix a scratch repair right there under the videos on Christian Car Guy. But the thing that I have found, and, and it's so remarkable, Jerry, is that um, as I talk to each applicant, one of the things God put on my heart was to pray with him over whatever that was. And I cannot even begin to explain the fruit that those prayers have borne um, when I hear back from the ladies after the repair and whatever that, you know, quite often, unfortunately, a lot of our applicants have no church affiliation and, and they came across as either by a department of social services or somebody else referred them other than listen to the radio show and so when they actually see God step in and meet a need for them, you know, when they connect that to the fact that, wow, I prayed and this prayer was answered, um, it's a really significant issue. But more than that, it, it, there's no doubt in my mind that I have a labor love prayer team that we send it out to, but now you can take place just by going to the website, christiancarguy.com. You can look at that and you can connect to God. You see and, and, and these are things that are way bigger than me, and I, I, so I imagine they're bigger than you. But all we can do is we can ask God to meet these needs because it's obvious that some of these folks are really have some struggles. And how cool is it that God gave us the honor? And I'm talking about the honor of being able to at least pray to help even though we may not have the resources to physically help. Yeah, you know, we sometimes think we need to be able to do the big things. And sometimes the big thing to do is the small thing, and that is just take time and, and, and earnestly pray for somebody and pray for situations. It could be a widow with a vehicle. It could be a, a, a mother whose husband is, is serving this country, you know, and that's just struggling through life. It can be where, where life is just beat them down and stuff. It could be our neighbor. I mean, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to have to be part of a car problem. It's just, just life beats some people down, and they, you know what, Sometimes people, all they need to know is God's grace and God cares for them. And through that love of Jesus Christ, there's somebody else who also cares for them. And that, that's why it's so important. I, one of the guys, a guy in one of my Sunday, in my Sunday school class, we were talking about prayer and stuff. And he said something that really made sense because we talked about, you know, if somebody asks you to pray for them, how many really, you know, it's, it's a Christian thing is say, oh, yeah, I'll pray for you. And you hope that people are doing that. But he says, you know what? I know I'm busy. So I'll say, well, yeah, I'll pray for you. Let's do it right now. And he said, I don't care if, if I'm in line somewhere. He says, I'll just step out and we'll pray right then. He goes, because I know Satan may throw me a roadblock and I may forget about that. And if I told him I'm going to pray for him, I want to pray for him. And so he says, I think now is the time. And, and, and I'm really, God is really teaching me the fruit that that bears and what that means to the people right then that God cares for them, but sometimes he cares for them, you know, through your prayers and, and an opportunity to connect with God and that, you know, where two or more are gathered in his name, you know, it's a way to actually connect the situation to God. And I think it's just absolutely huge. And I'm so blessed that God has been teaching me these <laughs> things because, you know, I'm not so bright all the time. But anyway, getting back to our, we we're, we we're talking about crumple zones and pasture safety cells and and there's side impact rail and unibody construction. You've got all these these things that the, the manufacturers put into these cars. Now we've got an issue of what happens when they're compromised. 
and and how do we make sure that we don't compromise them on purpose? Because a lot of people go about modifying their car, modifying the height of their car, and they have no understanding of how much engineering went into that stuff to make sure that it all worked together. Right, Jerry? Yeah, sort of like a, we're going to relate this back to the to, to, to what God tells us to put on the body of armor. You know, the armor and the way it all works together, one piece is not as important as the whole. And that's what, what happens with the body of a vehicle. You know, you think about it. If somebody modifies something, even we talked about where a hinge pillar gets, you know, the metal tears there, all of a sudden you've weakened that part of the structure. And in case it's been, and if you have an accident, then that area is going to fold in instead of transferring that energy because it's been compromised. Even to the point of, you know, you wouldn't think about a windshield being part of the safety the integrity feature. of yep. the body and right. safety feature. You think, oh, yeah, the safety part is keeps bugs from being in my teeth and <laughs> eyes. But no, really, it gives strength to that body. That's why it's so important that even when you get a windshield put in, that somebody knows what they're doing. Because you used to be able to put the little windshield ribbons, you set the thing in there. Now they need to be set in your thing so it increases the strength of it because that windshield does more than just, just blocks the weather from you. And you get a vehicle that's been repaired. Why is it so important? You can have a vehicle that has been repaired in a shop and the paint looks great. Everything lines up real nice. But if that shop didn't have the technology and the resources to repair the stuff you don't see, then you're out there traveling something that may not be safe for your yourself, your wife, your kids. So it's just so important to make sure that people have, you know, it, frame machines the proper welding equipment uh resources to get the technology on how to repair it properly because it all works together yeah uh, that's the thing that that and a lot of folks have no you know when we went would appraise and i've appraised thousands of cars the very first thing i always did when i went to appraise a car was to see if there was any evidence of any body work being done on it, because it immediately depreciates the val- value of a vehicle tremendously to any used car person. If you're going to send it through an auction or anywhere else, if there's any evidence of paintwork being done to the car, you know, you, you can kick as much as two or $3,000 off the value of the car. And insurance companies realize that to some extent, but when, especially if you're talking about a, a, a high, a high dollar import of some kind of Lexus or a Mercedes when you see that kind of thing on there, then it greatly affects the value because you realize that this body has been compromised, things have been changed, and you don't know who, and so all of a sudden, it's like a pedigree. How, who fixed this car and how qualified were they to fix it is a significant part, and it's a big thing for your family to know, wow, am I taking it to somebody who has the integrity to say, no, this part has to be replaced. We can't use a used part here. Yeah, and, and, and you know, even we had a vehicle, this is a sort of like a timely thing that, that we're bringing talking about this subject we had a vehicle that came in that it was from up north the vehicle had, and the people were just passing through from florida going back up north and had an accident in a fairly new vehicle but the rust damage underneath it was significant and it needed to have a piece of a rail put in and a quarter panel put on it and we 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 didn't repair the car and had it sent somewhere else because I hope, and my suggestion was that they total lost this vehicle, or the because there's no way in the world that vehicle integrity, that vehicle was going to be safe again. You may make it cosmetically look all right, but there was so much rust damage when you go and cut a panel out. You're not the insurance company isn't going to repay pay to cut out the whole unitized body because there was so much damage there. 
you really it was already compromised because of the rust but then when you go cutting and welding and trying to reattach to rusted areas you just can't make a good weld you cannot make a, a proper repair so sometimes it's better off you know knowing that raised body shop and record service is not going to put somebody out in a vehicle if we feel like it's not safe and sometimes insurance companies and customers that isn't the news they want to hear but we want to be honest about it because i look at it same way you did robbie when you was in the industry and stuff is i'm not going to send somebody off of the my property and something that i wouldn't feel safe or i wouldn't feel safe of my my wife driving right because you, you know you're traveling at 70 miles an hour these days um all the time and those things it, it again if you go to that picture at christiancarguy.com it's really cool it shows that this car obviously was in a horrible accident but the passenger compartment was completely safe because the vehicle had integrity where it was supposed to be integrity it's so cool what they can do with computers. They actually even use the tires and the spare tire in order to create like super rubber baby baby bumper bumpers. <laughs> you know, Say that so, a few times. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool how they've engineered the wheels and tires into part of the of the structure of ways to you know reduce energy and those kind of things. Well, I am so excited that we're coming up on the last segment because I want to share for you what God showed me. In Luke 12, 35, illumination of grand proportions. When we come back on the Christian Car Guy Show, of course, we still have time for your question or comment. 866-348-7884. 866-34-TRUTH. Stay tuned. I'm really looking forward to this. I am going to tell you that when we get to this Luke 12:35 here in a minute, that you're going to see some colors that you would just kind of take your breath and sit back and go, man, that is just too cool. God has some colorful stuff for you in this segment. I'm so glad you're listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. Today with Jerry Mathis, I'm your host, Robbie Dillmore, the Christian Car Guy. we got Angela in Burlington. She's got another comment on Name That Noise, or maybe her first one. Angela, yeah. good morning. Good morning. Okay, we decided that the sound was a car hinge with a problem. We decided that we shouldn't use WD-40. <laughs> now, my question is, are you and Jerry telling me that WD-40 and duct tape cannot fix everything? <laughs> Almost everything. <laughs> well, there is a temporary effect of fixing but it just doesn't have the long longitude. And I was asking Jerry on the break, I said, I wonder what lithium has to do with it. You reckon there's got some battery power in there? I don't know. But lithium grease is the stuff, Angela, I'm telling you. So great answer. Well, <laughs> I just want to say thanks. You know, I've shared with you before that I don't even own a car, but my mom does. And so it's great to have the Christian car guy to tell me, these sounds and noises that I should be looking out for. And I can say, hey, Mom, you hear that? The Christian car guy says, this is what it is, and we need to get it checked out. There you go. So God I bless. really appreciate you guys. Same here, Angela. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. I've 
been teasing it the whole show. Now I get to finally do it. Again, Luke 12.35 says, stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning. Well, sometimes the Holy Spirit just illuminates something, and it really, really connected some dots for me on this passage this week. You see, I've been reading this book. I love to read books by Puritans and old people like that that are in King James (laughs) English. And it's William Gurnall's The Christian in Complete Armor is the name of the book I was reading. And the the thing about that book was... um, the man who wrote uh, Amazing Grace, what was his name? The name escaped me. He said that this was his favorite book short of the Bible. So I thought, well, man, I need to read that. But in speaking of the full armor in the passage, William Gurnall pointed me to, and I'd never connected the two, Luke 12, 35, where Jesus said, wow, very similarly, stay dressed for action. Now, this was Jesus, you know, which is pretty significant. And so, when he said that, I wanted to look at 1235, and I just had my little Bible app there, and I, I like to look at the Orthodox Jewish Bible translation a lot of times. And so it was on there when I went to Luke 1235, and when it said that, it said, tighten your girdles, which is a Jewish kind of belt, for action, and have your menorah lit. Well, when I saw that word menorah for Robbie Dilmore, I mean, it just it set off like rockets in my head because I immediately thought, Wow, the menorah, that's the seven lights. That's the seven flames from the the throne of God in the book of Revelation, right? Revelation 4, 5 says, From the throne came flashes of lightning and rumblings and peals of thunders. And before the throne were seven torches of fire, which are the seven spirits of God. Now, one time I had just went crazy trying to figure out what the seven spirits of God was, and I found out there's this passage in Isaiah 11, which The longer I study the Bible, the more I think it's really one of the hinges of the Bible. We could use some lithium grease on that. Because here it's described for us what those seven spirits are. And it says, there shall come forth a shoot from the stump of Jesse, and a branch from his root shall bear fruit. And And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom, that's number one. The spirit of understanding, that's number two. The spirit of counsel, that's number three. The spirit of might, that's number four. The spirit of knowledge, that's number five. The spirit of the fear of the Lord, number six. And my personal favorite, the delight. His delight shall be in the fear of the Lord. That is number seven. So I took some effort this morning, and I created this picture, and it's at christiancarguy.com, of a man putting on his dress, which Jesus is putting on this white garment. And then he's got a menorah, a light. And in that light, on those seven, I used, you know, wisdom and understanding and might and whatever. But then as I, you know, my, the way Robbie's brain works, I went, well, wait a minute. There, there are seven colors in the rainbow and there's seven lights that, that are in the menorah. What, what would that look like? And so when I put them down, I found out, interestingly, that the fourth color, which is might, also happens to be green, which what did God create on the fourth day? plants just saying just throwing it out there i don't know and then when you get to the seventh one which is delight in the fear of the lord which by the way for me that just means i can rest knowing that my dad is big and bad and i don't have to worry about nothing because i can delight in the fact that he's got this whatever my situation is he's got it and i can delight in that but isn't it interesting that that seventh color in the rainbow happens to be purple just happens to be but now here comes the part that i really like Okay, when you combine all those colors together, what do you get? You get white. You get a white light. You get this brilliant white light. Now, with all that in mind, let's go back to Luke 12, 35. And what did Jesus say? (laughs) He said, stay dressed 
for action, which we've talked about the full armor. You know, there's lots of ways you can go about that. The armor of light, all those things. And keep your lamps, and it's clearly plural, keep your lamps burning. Now, if you're out there and you're praying like we talked about, and I'm asking the Holy Spirit to give me these wisdom and counsel and knowledge and understanding and might and fear of the Lord and delight in the fear of the Lord, those combine into this phenomenal white light that not only illuminate my path, but see, it illuminates the path so that people can follow that light. You see, like, like, a, like a lighthouse out there, as the darker it gets, you know, the darker it gets and people are misusing the rainbow all over the place. How cool is it that we can take the rainbow and go, wow, look at this. Let me show you when you combine all those together, the white light is so bright that through any darkness, you know, people can follow this. And, 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 and this is what we as Christians have an opportunity to do. How cool is that, Jerry? That is, you know, that is so cool in so many aspects. One thing I want to say real quick, Robbie goes up on rabbit trails, but that trail always comes back. I mean, yes, which is so cool. I mean, you know, we, we, we are, we are supposed to be the light. I mean, that's what, you know, that, that's what the great commission tells us is, you know, it wasn't, we don't need to, to, to go out of our way is when we're on our way, be that light. Yeah. And, and so when I think of what this passage is telling me and telling my family, um, it, it's just an opportunity. And, and one other thing I've given this other painting and I'll never, I don't know <laughs> if I'll ever have enough time to create it. But the more I think about it is where I am weak, he is strong. And so if I could create this painting, Jerry, of me breaking up where I'm weak and out of those cracks where Robbie's weak comes this light, right? Because when I admit that I struggle with this or I admit or I admit that I failed at <laughs> car business or whatever I failed at, when I do that, people can relate to that and they see where God showed up in my life, even through my cure from cancer, Robbie was weak. God came in and cured me. And see, through that light, other people can follow. So there's, there's, there's this thing that when William Gurnall described putting on the armor, he said, it's not like the fig leaf that Adam put on. Because when God showed up in the garden and said, hey, have you noticed you're naked? He said, well, how about this woman right here? You get <laughs> <laughs> Well, we can blame everybody else or we can get real and say, God, this is where I failed. And when we get real, then the light comes in, shows through our cracks. And how cool is that? It illuminates a lot of stuff. Absolutely. Well, thank you for Amen. listening. Amen. Amen. <laughs> we had a lot of fun today. <laughs> thank you so much for listening to the Christian Car Guy Show. I am so grateful for this opportunity to be your host of this show, and we've enjoyed it for so many years. Remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. ChristianCarGuy.com. You can see all my hard work on my picture and my other picture of the full armor. Again, spend time this week in the Word and see if you can connect some of these dots and get some illumination. Thanks for listening.